Welcome to the MD Show. You are in the zone with Bianca Banks and Jasmine Shannon. Two women touching on current and cultural events, discussing generational perspectives. We are mother and daughter, women of color on our grind. Buckle up your seatbelts and welcome to the, the MD Show. M&D show here on Dash Radio, Voice of Reason Station. I am Bianca Banks. And I am Jasmine Shannon. Ooh, how you feeling today? Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Hey, where are the taco lovers at? I'm going to have some later. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm going to do enchilada pie, though. I'm going to try that. Ooh, okay. Um, so let's see. Where should I start? Well, um, our guest today is beautiful. She's lovely. She's from uh, Detroit, Michigan. Woo! <laughs> Songwriter, dancer, choreographer, um, and the list goes on and on. Welcome, Jess Love. Yay! Thank you for having me, guys. <laughs> oh, it's an honor. So, wait, do we call you Jess Love or Jess? Jess Lamar. Lamar. Okay. Because I wasn't sure how to say it. I was like, wait a minute. I should ask. Yeah. I know a lot of people get confused because it's usually with Lamar, it's L-A-M-A-R, but I have two R's in one E, so they're like Lamar A, Lamar A, you know, different pronunciations, but it's French. Lamar. I love that. Because you're, you, you're, you have, you're from, from Haiti, or right? Yeah. My parents were born in Haiti. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. So do you prefer, so you prefer Jess Lamar or Jess Love? I love both, but I'm going with the name Jess Lamar though. But I I play with, a lot of people do know me as Jess Love and I play with the name in my, in my songs too, but it's Jess Lamar though. Mm -hmm. So um, I just want to first, I just want to note that um, even though Jasmine and I don't see you um, that much. And I think Jasmine, I think you met her one time at one of her performances. Um, we just want to let you know that you you have a wonderful energy. You have a great energy. And I think that it's really good. Like it's, there's like a humbleness about you and we're able to recognize that as like real women, you know? You. And so um, I think that that's, just what has always um, kind of brought us together. And so I just wanted to start with that. And I, I just want to highlight that about you and your energy. And I, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you. That was beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> so um, you just, I mean, tell us, you just released a whole album. <laughs> yes. I, I just released the whole album. Um, it's been a roller coaster of fun and love and just, you know, it's my first debut album as a solo artist. You know, for those of you who don't know, I was in a group prior to pursuing my solo career when I moved out here four years ago. And um, I've been working on these songs for maybe about four years now. So to finally get the music out is just like a big relief inside for me. So there you have it. What do you feel like some are like your, what are some pros and cons that you've like encountered during this project and like during the creative process? Like I'm a dancer. So like, I understand, you know, when creating, there's so many things that can make your 
prod, product turn left or turn right, you know, um, yeah. whether it's experience in life or, you know, whatever. So like what, what, what's kind of, what's kind of your two cents on that? Um, I think one of the, no, I wouldn't say hardships, but one of the things that I have to had to deal with was transitioning from being in a group into a solo. Like being in a group, you can you have someone depend on you. Don't you can take a back seat sometimes to interviews, you know, stuff like that. But um, as a solo artist, you're it's your story that you're telling, and you have to be vulnerable, which was something that I had to kind of get used to and feel comfortable with just being vulnerable and understanding who I was so that my story could come through and the spotlight was on me. So I kind of had to just assume the position and just say, okay, it's just me. I got to figure myself out musically and I got to figure out how to get people to understand who I am as an artist outside of the group. Yeah. That was one of the things I was going to talk about because um, you and Jasmine, have dance and choreography in common. You're a wonderful dancer. You already know that. <laughs> um, and Jasmine, you know, she's a professional dancer. She's been dancing since she was three. But um, I've seen you dance. It's it's amazing. And I know you were touring too with like Mariah Carey and yeah. Yeah. I had the chance to, well, I was touring with um, Charlie Wilson and then with Mar- Mariah Carey, she came to um, my hometown Detroit for an NFL game. And originally I was supposed to be one of the field dancers, but they handpicked two of us, me and um, a partner that I was dancing with to be on stage with her. And it was like my first um, experience, like with the really established artists. So I had to shake the nerves off and get up there. And it was, it was so much fun. I was so nervous, but it was so much fun. So do you feel like your first love was dance or singing? I think I have a, I will actually, I think, I know I have a love for them both. I think that they're different. I think with dancing, um, it's easy for me to, find an outlet with dancing, but it's, it's easy for me to find a voice with singing. So it kind of goes hand in hand, but I started off dancing first. So dancing was something that I became really, really comfortable with, but singing could be scary sometimes, but it's, um, it's the same thing. You know, it's a great outlet. That's great. I know every time I see you, you're like, I'm so nervous. And then it's like amazing. I'm like, this girl isn't nervous. <laughs> She's a, we were just like a performer, you know, right. naturally just comes, you know. So, yeah, it's always just like the visual is just, you know, it's dope. Um, so your album title is Enough Of. Phases Of. Phases Of. Oh, I have that written down. Basis up. So can you speak to um, the concept behind the album title? And um, and what are some of your favorite tracks? And, um, you know, like, what is it about this album that's special to you? Well, phases of the title of it, um, if you, when you listen to the album, you kind of realize that it has this ongoing theme talking about relationships. 
the ins and outs, the vulnerable side of it, the indecisive side of it, the blissful side of it. And that's where the title phases of uh, came from because there are many colors and many phases to love. And um, a lot of the, a lot of what I'm talking about in the music is experiences that I've went through personally and experiences that I've seen people that I love go through that I was inspired by. And it's something that everybody can relate to. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I thought it was enough of, because I was like, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because <laughs> there is a part of love where it's like, all right, that's enough now. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a great album. I've listened to it over and over again. Um, and I'm so proud of you. My goodness. It's like, I love that, like, women are just, you know what I mean? Just trailblazing right now, just doing it, you know? So this album, you said it speaks um, to personal experience. Mm-hmm. Do you want to share about your personal experience? And then Jazz, you can share. Well, I've had many dysfunctional relationships in my days, <laughs> um, but it's all a growing experience. I don't want to call anybody out, but yeah, I've, I've been in situations where I've come to find out that I was settling and I had to tear down that wallpaper. And I've had situations where, you know, I may have left the situation and had a moment where I'm like, I want that old thing back. And I've had moments where I'm like, okay, I'm good. Enough is enough. You know, like I'm giving too much and I'm not getting anything back. Uh, So, yeah, I think everybody can relate to that. Right. No, definitely. That's definitely something that we were talking about recently is just relationships and especially during quarantine, like the funny stories and the funny things that people are doing because they're bored. Mm. You know, <laughs> like, time. what about you, mom? I mean, I can relate to that because I feel like many times in relationships, there's there's certain things I've noticed now. Of course, I'm a little bit older, um, to where like if 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 like I'm feeling something, it's like I don't pay it. I don't ignore it anymore, you know. And I like to say that um, many of us, it's like similar to driving the car. You just driving down, just ignoring all the stop signs, just you know, and then you end up in this place, and you're like, how did I get here? Who is this and who am I, you know? And it's, you know, it's, it's like, I call it the unveiling. It's like, you, you know, you peel back all these layers and then you, you finally get to the center of the lollipop and you're like, I have no idea who this person is and who I've become. Because I think as women, especially for us that are in, um, positions of mental strength mm-hmm. and um, professional strength, career, you know, career-wise. Driven. I think that it's like, it's, it's, we, we have to then wear a lot of hats. Like, like, some, like somebody said mm-hmm. to me that I was an alpha female. Well, yeah, because I've raised my children by myself. 
You know what I mean? And like those those types of responsibilities and those having to then, you know, wear the hat of, you know, the head of the household, the breadwinner, the et cetera, et cetera. So it's like the way that we are and the way that our mental is or, you know, our adaptive skills, that's different from somebody who has maybe an opposite situation. And I think that um, we represent strength. So a lot of men can't handle that because they're not strong within themselves. You know, you, you know, a lot of times I feel like um, these scenarios, when you look back at what it, what it is, the layer, you know, the foundation is insecurities, um, just insufficient in so many different ways. Don't have their shit together. You know, it's like, but you do. And so people that are in those positions, they, turn that around and then it's you know it's like they try to get you to think there's something wrong with you you know and and I think women because we we do want to be loved and we we have like all these boxes checked and so you know we're we're wanting to fulfill that relationship box and so you don't want to say you know what if I if I cut this off too early let me let me give it a chance if I cut it off too early I could be missing my blessing you know, so it's like, I feel like for me personally, I've allowed myself to like, okay, let me give it some more time. Let me, but then you look back and you're like, this should have never been. So that's how I am. I feel like now, like now I'm like, oh, red flag, I'm out. I'm not going to even go there, you yeah. know? Yeah. And I think it's, it's those experiences kind of help you find out who you are as well. It reveals so much about yourself. And I think that's what was the beautiful journey for me with this project. It's like it was healing for me, one, but it was also, okay, I'm learning what I will tolerate, what I won't tolerate, what does balance me, what doesn't balance me. Because like you said, there is a thin line between someone making you feel like, oh, you're too strong. You're too like, no, I'm just strong and my strong doesn't balance you well and that's fine that doesn't mean that it's a flaw of mine it's just we don't like right yeah so I agree with you 100% no I feel like that that's definitely something um I've experienced um where you know we're being ourselves and you know, like going back to what my mom was saying about how women are built, we're also built to be nurturers. So we kind of, you know, our first instinct, I feel like, is to look at someone who's broken and care for them. You know, and that's definitely something that I know I do. And that's that's what my mom does, like, because we just don't, we're, we don't believe in just, we, we understand that everyone has their thing. We understand that everyone has something where no one's perfect. You know, we pray about it. You know what I'm saying? You make a commitment. So then you're, you know, you, you want to, we're both Scorpios, my mom and I. So like, we're both very passionate about our commitments and the things that we commit to. Wait, Jess, what sign are you? I'm a Sagittarius. Ah. (laughs) Super strong. Yeah. And you also have a voice too, just like us. And you're passionate about, you know, the things that you love. And that's definitely, I feel like, it's it's a good thing, and then it's also like what we're saying. It, it it we've had to learn the hard way. I mean, I know I have. 
You know, I definitely have been in situations where I should have left a lot earlier. Um, and then I think that too, once you do decide to leave, you know, when someone then is by themselves and they're alone and their thoughts and what they've done, I think that that can also, you know, people can do impulsive things because they have yeah. a fear of being alone. And then they also have a fear of competing with their whoever they were with. You know, they want to be, a, they want to one up. And that's just all immaturity, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, people have a habit of like reflecting their um, insecurities upon you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that, and I think that like, I'm kind of like really loving what I'm witnessing right now, just like with like all these different artists and, you know, um, just people that have the ability to reach mm-hmm. uh, you know what I mean? To reach um, audience. It's like, you know, with Meg and Cardi and like Jess, you and, you know, Jasmine, myself, it's like, we're saying enough is enough. We're not, we are going to call you out. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay to do so, you know, because I think that it's just so disgusting when you see like what can ultimately happen in these negative, draining, um, abusive, mentally, you know, if not physically, relationships, toxic. Yeah. Toxic, you know, and I just, I love that, like, kind of back to what I was saying originally about you, like, I love, like, your humbleness and Jess, and that, you know, you just exude something that we recognize. Because women, too, can be... Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which I, I we've talked about that before. Um, just like in, in all of the movement and where we are right now, um, um, as far as uh, vocalizing um, everything, you know, just the tone of the nation. I, I was saying that I think that also needs to be a conversation amongst the women themselves, because a lot of times, especially here in Los Angeles and like me being from here, I've just met very disingenuine women and women that are like haters. You know what I mean? And it's hard to find, like somebody was asking me, they were like, oh, why don't you hang out? Like like somebody I knew, they they know me and somebody else, another female. And they're like, oh, why don't you guys hang out? And it's like, I don't really, like, I'm kind of good on all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, I don't really need to, you know, hang out with anyone. I don't need, you know... You know what I mean? I'm just kind of like, yeah, like, you know, and it's just those are the, those are the challenges. And I think that the, that needs to be highlighted, too, amongst women, because I feel like there needs to be a conversation of like, and I'm sure you've experienced this, Jess, why can't you support me as a woman? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, even with this, your new project, your whole new album, like, I'm sure that you've experienced you know what I mean? Some women that are like, uh, whatever, like, or not going to listen to it or not going to, you know, and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I had to get used to it. Um, being coming from Detroit and then coming here, I know that LA is very, uh, career driven and I, and I have a profound respect for that, but I, I had to get used to the conversations when I would go certain places, the conversations that would only focus on career. So what do you do? 
So what do you do? You know, that was so awkward for me moving here because I'm used to authentic, genuine connections with people. But when um, I moved here and, you know, it was all about career and what it is that you do, how can we help each other, this and that. And and I have a respect for that too, but it was just weird because I'm like, oh, like, hello, my name is Jess, you know, what's your name? You know, like, I want to get to know you. I want to have a genuine connection with you. I don't want it to be just based on how can I help you? How can you help me? You know, if you can't help me, then just whatever, you know, on to the next one. So, yeah, I can I can identify with what you're saying. I think that women do need to support each other a lot more. And it's it's so helpful. It's, it's not a competition, you know, and it, it doesn't have to be a competition. We can all, you know, be successful in our own right. And there's space for all of us. So it's, it's really no need for that. And I just I just try to carry that and focus on that so I can pull that energy towards me too. you know, just women who are just genuine and just want to support each other, which is both of you, you know, so I'm thankful for you guys and having me on the show. So, yeah, it's. I just, <laughs> oh, no, I definitely feel like having conversations like this is what's been really good about quarantine. It gives us an outlet to kind of meet with a lot of different people and just spread positive energy because there's so much crazy energy going on, you know, and I know growing up in LA, especially, um, I experienced a lot of that. I experienced a lot of women that were jealous for crazy reasons, you know, reasons that aren't valid, whether it's because my hair is different because my skin color is different. Um, or, you know, because I dance, it's like, you know, whatever it may be. And I think that it's important, especially like in the industry um, and whatever industry you're involved in to always promote that wherever you are. It's important. Yeah. Agreed. So um, what do you ladies, and we'll start with Jack, we'll start with you first. Um what do you look for in a partner based on, especially based on like your negative experiences? Like, what do you look like? What, what are you looking for now? I am looking for someone who is secure, someone who's secure in themselves. Cause that makes a heck of a lot of difference. Um, someone who's goal oriented, um, has ambition, who is honest, kind, someone who, because I'm a Sagittarius, I like to explore and I get bored easily. (laughs) So someone who um, likes to take risks, likes to explore, likes to be outdoors, you know. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much. (laughs) I don't want to have a long, long list because I know that sometimes when you have so much on the list, it's like, okay, girl. But those those are the important ones, I think. I have, I have I don't know if I have a long list. Go ahead, Jack. <laughs> I mean, I think you said obviously hit a lot of key, really key ones. I think in general, just a man who knows what he wants and isn't afraid to live in, you know, it's his his truth. Um, I think that's important, and I think 
also like people get lost in the social media world and they allow social media to like dictate their lives because of affirmations from people who they didn't even talk to every day. You know what I'm saying? And it's a, it's, it's a disease. Um, and so just someone who's just is well deep into their roots where they came from and knows exactly what they want. Like, even like with you, Jess, how we just asked and you just like knew exactly what to say. Like, that's beautiful. Like there's so many men and women who don't know what to say. They're like, I mean, someone I could kick it with, you know, which is, which is, you know, not, I mean, obviously you're going to do that, but it's like, that's not like some people can't, me and my mom were talking about this. Some people can't, their mental capacity to think past the surface is like zero. Like they're not able to dive deep into themselves, which means that they can't dive deep into anyone else, you know? So it's, that's kind of what I have to say about my, my main thing. Well, I was, you know, for me and Jess, you don't know this, but we've talked about this previously before I can even get into like the secondary phase, we have to we have to start at the the, the primary phase, and the primary phase is um, the bathroom. You have to be clean. That's important, girl. Like, <laughs> like you know, I was talked about if you're meeting, some, you know, if you're going on a first whatever date or you know hanging out for the first time it's like I want you to be presentable I don't want you to look like you know you've been out at the club all night you just rolled in you got you know you know in and out in your car trash now you know I because it's happened I don't want to I don't want to do that and I feel like but I feel like this is where we are those are the things that have to be now requirements because this is where we are, you know, and I look at like, honestly, like I look at like these, like, you know, like, for example, like movies, like Harlem Nights or, you know, anything from like, you know, and it's like men were like, so like chivalrous and like dressed and like, you know what I mean? And it's, I'm like, what happened where, where, to where, you know what I mean, asking you to brush your teeth or take a shower is a huge deal. Yeah. You know, so for me, it's like those things are important. Um, I like I like a man to like smell good, to look good, you know what I mean, to compliment me in that way. Um, and then you have to get up and go to work every day it's on some level. If that means go to the couch and be on your computer all day, <laughs> you know, and, and it's, you know, I just have like those things, those, those, you know, again, yes, he has to have a job. Absolutely. Girl. <laughs> no specifics are important. Cause when you live with someone, that's a whole different story and you learn about them. If they're messy, that can ruin relationship. Yeah. Okay. So, so do you believe in living with someone before you're married? Uh oh. <laughs> um, I I don't. I don't think it's the best idea. 
I think, I mean, there's two ways I can answer this. I feel like in order to really gain an understanding of whether or not you can live with them, you know, then you can kind of gauge what it is and clear it up from the very beginning before you do get married to that person. But I don't, I don't think, I don't think, I think it could cause a lot of issues too. Mm-hmm. Well, see, yeah, I know, I know people who like believe in like getting engaged first and then moving in, which is obviously a period to where you can either break an engagement, mm-hmm. you know, or continue. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything to say about that. <laughs> what? No, say what you were going to say. I don't know. I mean, but I'm in a different phase. You ladies are, you know, what, like five years yeah. younger than me, something like that. So me being a little bit older, it's like, you know, I, I'm i like, what does, what does it look like for me? What it looks like for me is... I don't, I would like to have a lifetime partner. I don't need to be married to someone. I think that marriage is, um, it's a contract. It's a legal binding contract. So I would say to be precautionary um, on all levels as far as that step is concerned. Um, But like, but you know, again, it's like, I'm so good. Like I have a system like, our home you know what I mean is like for my children so I don't you know it's like I'm good okay so ladies um we're about to really get into Uh this real quick okay so yeah we're about to I'm like why are we why is everybody being so conservative let's (laughs) how important is sex in the relationship important Um, and and do we set a time, do we set a time frame for we can we can be intimate? You're talking about when you first start talking to someone, mom, right? So, and do we set a time frame for when we can be physically intimate, sexual? Wait, well, I don't know if my answer is the popular answer, but. I'm really, really like protective over that. I I'm protective over my body and my temple and what's going in it. <laughs> and I think that sex is a lot diff- a lot deeper than what we think, than what we can physically feel and see. I think it's spiritual too. And you don't want to go around soul tying with everybody now. Everybody, I think it, it, you really have to know someone, trust someone and understand that they have your best interests. And that takes time. That takes time to do that. So I feel like it's like having Mm. ice cream before dinner, you know, like, you, you know, if you have ice cream before dinner, not only are you going to spoil dinner, but you're going to be craving ice cream all the time. So I just feel like you really have to know someone and trust someone to get to that point and whatever, you know, time that is for you then. But yeah, for me, it takes time. Yeah. Like I definitely feel you. I mean, as far as, um, what that really encompasses because when you 
are intimate with someone sexually, you're they're depositing their energy. You know what I mean? Into like literally, like, and you take on all of that, whatever that is. And it's yeah, it can be um, altering, right? To your body, it can be altering to your to your mental. You know, because that's when you start to kind of like not think straight. <laughs> yes, baby. I was gonna say, going back to what Jess was saying, like I think culture and like the generation, my generation of men and women, I guess. I'm not, I don't mean to put it on the men, but we already know that there's a double standard with that. Um, but I, women yeah, too. woman too. But I feel like if people have made it a, a, a game, it's like a game or like a, a hobby, almost. Uh, like a, a something that they do as habit without even thinking about what they're doing. You know, because of, you know, it's interesting because I was talking to a group of my friends and we were saying how, you know, women are raised to play with dolls and play house and fold clothes and cook food in the kitchen. And men are raised to destroy everything, (laughs) like jump on everything, you know, obviously I'm just mean like with the stereotypes of the world when it comes to what they see on TV. Like, not necessarily in the household, because obviously that's where those things can get altered. But kind of what with culture and with social media, it's like they, you know, they've normalized being intimate with someone like it's fun. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's a huge deal because it's it's not fun. Now, do I feel like when you're in a marriage or in a binding partnership with someone, sex is important? That once we're past all this beginning stuff and finding your partner and we've we, we've had four kids together and we've bought a house and we're in this and this is my person, sex is important because you already know that people get on, we you get on my nerves. <laughs> and sometimes, you know, that's what, that helps, you know, with nerves and, you know, calmness, you know, and if you can fight with somebody and, you know, on the other end, still love them and, you know, not go to sleep angry. You know, that doesn't mean that intimacy is involved when you're in that. But I think that that's important, you know? I think that that, I think that's great for you to share, even though I know you haven't been sexually intimate with anybody ever in your life. So I think it's a great perspective <laughs> for you to have um, for in the future for when you're ready for that step. I think that's I think that's great. Um, how do we know when it's real, though? Ooh, I think you know when it's real when you can one hundred percent be yourself with that person, and that person could be one hundred percent their selves with you. And I think that's all that's to it, you know, like when you when you're feeling like you don't have to put on a facade or who you are is enough for that person. I totally, I think totally agree with that. All right, everyone, before we get into that juicy topic, I just want to remind everyone we're practicing social distancing by recording from three separate locations. 
and we're talking about relationships and how we know it's real. So, when, in my opinion, you know, I totally agree with Jess because I can say I can I can definitely admit that I have been in serious relationships with people and have felt very strongly about them and you know and everything. But I wasn't fully myself. I wasn't. Um, even though in the moment, you know, you think like, well, I'm being partially myself. Like, that's like enough. Well, that's because it's new because I have to feel comfortable. But then when that comfortability barrier never falls and you're like two years into it, you're like, uh-oh, okay, this is probably not never going to change. I'm probably never going to be able to be myself around this person. And like looking back on on my past relationships, I can say I've never been um, fully myself. But you know what that is? That's like really what that is, is being vulnerable to someone 100%. And I know that it's a bad sign for me when I like turn off my Instagram notifications, I'll turn off my message notifications. Like I won't plug my car, my phone up in my car. I don't want anybody to see the messages come. You know, it's like, you shouldn't have to do any of that. You should be able to be yourself. And there's those are very strong signs that this individual is not in sync with you. Absolutely. Because it's not like, even in those situations, I've been the same way, like what you're saying, mom, but that's not like my mom isn't saying that because she was hiding something. She's saying that because she felt like her the person that she was with wasn't secure enough to trust that she has a lot of guy friends. And then also at this day and age, it's like, I'm, I'm almost 27. You know what I'm saying? Like I've also obviously been in relationships. So, you know, it, you, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> no, but that's I, I was going to make a good point. <laughs> No, but to, to add to your point, I think um, that's where, you know, the, the is being secure is so important because when you are in a relationship with someone where you feel like you have to dumb down because they have insecurities, that's an issue there. You're not being your full self and you can't really, you know, it's not fair. That's not fair that I have to dumb myself down because you are not secure in some areas. I shouldn't have to do that. You should encourage me to be strong. You should encourage me to be powerful in as I should you. So yeah, I mean, it's all about that. Definitely. definitely. No. Yeah, it's like, it, it, I totally agree with you, Jess. It's like, you're, this person, because of their insecurities, um, you're just not able to be, you know, who you want to be. And I think that that's most important. I'm not saying that we should not grow in a relationship because I, I would like to, like my partner, you know, I would like for us to elevate. You know what I'm saying? So it's like up there, go up there, go up there, go up there. But it's like you, if you're going up there and they're, you know what I mean? Pulling you down or they're saying, oh, well, like you have this great opportunity, you know, and they're like, oh, I don't think you should. You know, it's like. Or, you know, or together, just together, there has to be elevation 
in the relationship. Yeah. You know, so I'm not saying like, you know how some people are like, oh, well, like you want me to change or you will improvement. You know what I mean? Because what I mean, are you happy and suffice with where you are and you're going to always be where you are? You don't want the opportunity to enhance your mind. You don't want the opportunity to gain knowledge and like all these other things. You know, like, okay, this for me, and then I'm going to ask you guys, like this guy that I was dating was like, like, I was like, let's go to um, Dubai and then let's go to, you know, Spain and, you know, whatever. He was like, oh, I don't know, because um, I don't know what I'm going to eat. And I don't think I, I don't know where I'm going to get, you know, I don't know where I'm going to get some weed from. I'm like, what? <laughs> Like, baby, (laughs) goodbye. Like, you have to experience, and that's why so many people are stuck in their ways because they're they are not wanting to experience anything outside of their their bubble. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, they're so used to their own way because of you know maybe they had to raise themselves young and just got used to doing what they were doing. You know, I can say that I know 55 year old men. Um, that are related to me that are still the same. Yeah. yeah. Like, like that, that my mom, like that my mom knows, okay, I'm talking about my dad, everybody, whatever. My father. He's not 55 either. I don't know how old he is. That should tell you something, but like he treats, he has me thinking about her biological father. Let's make that clear. So he treats me the same the same way he treated my mom. Like as soon as I turned 18, it was like he like you know, I started dealing with him more and then I started to experience what my mom had experienced when she was my age. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, wow, that taught me even though I didn't have my biological father as a male figure that could teach me about how a man is supposed to love me. He taught me the opposite. He taught me exactly what I didn't, what I don't want. And that mm-hmm. is, you know, he was not able to accept a woman into his life that was going to challenge him. Right. And what he did was is he pushed a bunch of women to the side until he found one that he... Well, wait a minute. But I, just for the record, um, I left him. Okay, continue. <laughs> like, um, yeah. Okay, but do you get what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like running away from problems, like when when people get into a pressure situation where they have to grow and they run away or they or they, you know, start shutting down in the relationship. I don't literally mean he left or you left. I just mean emotionally him being with like in the relationship mentally because people can be in a labeled situation and still be cut off mentally from that person yeah but what i'm saying is that you know i didn't i i it, it didn't even get there okay mommy I, because, i'm not i'm not, yes. I'm not. <laughs> I, because i what to what you guys are saying i i i mean like i think it's really important also because i know that a lot of people do run away from being challenged in a relationship absolutely it is dire like if I that's one that's another thing that I would want in a man just someone who challenges me because I know that there's some areas that I have to grow in that I'm just not aware of because I have people around me that are supporting or enabling me in that way but if I can have someone who can hold me accountable 
and help help me look at myself in the mirror and just be like, okay, all right, I got to fix that about myself. Um, yeah, I think that that's beautiful because that's where growth comes in. You got to find someone who can, and some, like you said, Jazz, some people run away from that. Some people don't like to be challenged. Right. Yeah, and they just, they hide from it completely. But we all got to take responsibility and accountability for our own brokenness. And I think the only way to do that is to be in a situation where someone is like, yo, that about you is not cool. It's ugly and you need to fix it. So, and, yeah. I, and, and that's like, and I always express this, like that's how I was raised and how, and that's what I think loving someone is. Cause that's the love that I received when I was a young woman making you know, teenage mistakes. And I had a a support system around me that was about tough love and learning and Mm -hmm. understanding, you know what I'm saying? And being like, look, you made a mistake, but this is what we're about to do. These are the steps because we're adults and we know exactly what you're going through because we were you, you know what I'm saying? Like meaning like I was once your eight, you know, whatever. So it's good to have the, you know, that, and that's how I, was raised so that's how I feel like I'm supposed to be as well I'm supposed to uplift the people that are around me whether you're my friend or whether you're my partner and that's good that's really good because it's, it's hard to find people that will that will be like that I would say okay you know what I love you but I'm gonna call you out and I'm gonna be honest with you know how I feel about certain things you know so that's really good and even you know with me and my own experiences too like I've I've had um, relationships with with guys that that you know, go through this whole roller coaster up and down, up and down, up and down, and I couldn't figure out what the issue is. But they're there to challenge me, you know, until I got what it is that I needed to get, and on to the you know, on to growing, on to growth. So yeah, but. Um... Just to touch on that, um, she was raised by her mother, and that's me. So that's very good that she feels. Wow, my mom is a comedian. Like, I can't with her. She knows I raised her well. I love being a mother. I love my children. Um, Yeah, I do. So, but there was something else I wanted to add to that. Um, I can't, I can't think of it, but anyway. Okay. So, oh, I know. So I, I've taught her and I've been the type of individual that I don't want people around me that are going to be my yes people. I don't want that. I want people around me that are going to tell me when I'm wrong. They're going to call me out on it. They're going to, you know what I mean? Let me know that like, you know, because that all contributes to, uh, mental growth. Right. There are people that are walking this earth. I mean, if we talk about like narcissism specifically, they don't want, which is a very serious, very serious condition. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be challenged in any way. And in any time you figure out their game, that's when it's going to flip on you. You know what I mean? And it's, really, really dangerous. Um, I've experienced that. So. Wow. Wow. Like that, that, 
that is when you said once you figure out your game, I never thought of it like that. But it's like it's like once they once they figure out once you figure out their game and they realize that you're smarter than them, it's like mm-hmm. they don't like you know that's it's it's so insecure for them and, and, and instead of them using that to grow, you know. So all narcissism is rooted in um, insecurities and lack of attention um, from childhood, from you know, and they gaslight you. They try to tear you down and anything that they're afflicting upon you is really how they feel about themselves. Right. Thing. But they try to make you believe that like, this is you. They're mir- they mirror, try to mirror their, you know what I mean? Their, all of their insecurities, their inaptabilities, they mirror that upon you because they can't take that you are a great individual and they're, circling the drain in so many different ways. Everything is about appearance. Everything is about, look at me, look at me. Okay. Then when they find out that you figured it out, everything that you felt like, you have, you have to understand the personality of this individual. And I'm really getting to some real- You some are real preaching, serious. okay? I'm over here taking notes like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> so true. Once you, once you figure, once they have figured out that you figured it out, they self-destruct and then it's, and then it starts, it goes into an attack mode because everything is about appearance. Everything is about them. They're in a relationship with you, not because of you. It's not, it's not about you. It's about them. It's about what they can, what they can gain from you, what they can obtain from you, what they can, they're draining you. You know what I mean? All because they need that to survive. And validate them. Correct. So that's a real, I mean, that's a real sickness. It's an illness. And I, I feel like, like the, like, let's just say like a couple of weeks ago, let's just say. So somebody um, that I knew from the past, they were like, oh, you know, um, I want to see you. This was like a, maybe more than that, because it was like when like cigar lounges were open and stuff. And they were like, oh, like, can you come and you can bring, you know, you can bring your own drink. I was like, well, you can, I'm not going to come there and bring my own drink. I mean, you can provide, you can bring a bottle of wine. They're like, well, send me the type of bottle of wine you like. Well, the type of bottle of wine I like and drink, you know, that's like over $20. They're like, what? Like you're using me. I'm like, can't, I'm not going to. Like, I can't, I'm not going to even go into that. You're a grown man. We're talking about grown people mm-hmm. in their 40s, deep in their 40s. You're grown. You're flying, you're flying on private jets. You do, you can afford, you know what I mean? Right. And I think too, it's like, obviously, like if they follow you on. Hold on, hold on. But you know what? I but let, let, let me just, let me just end this by saying that. But, but the basic hook is. I'm going to get you to do this because then, because then I know what you're going to tolerate. If I, if I hook you in by doing this, what do I look like? You know what I mean? Showing up to meet you with my own on a date with my own bottle of wine, but it's just men or people, people in general do that to see how, how much they can get away with. Go Jay. Absolutely. I think that that's true. I think that, 
you know, it's if they're if men who are used and women who are used to playing games will always play games. It's it's it, mm-hmm. it fuels them, and they don't and they don't want to always admit that, but it fuels them and they like it. Especially if you're a narcissist, you you like to see you you hurt people and get over on people, and that you get a rise out of that, which is the devil. So that's great. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just like okay. it's just so unfortunate that sometimes. Um, they get away with it on people and they damage people on the way. You know, they damage a lot of women that I know, you know, that have dealt with narcissist man and, and, and don't know themselves enough to, to stand up to them or recognize the game and get damaged because of it, you know, like. And that, does it sound like, You've had that experience, Jess? Um, I've I've seen it. Yeah, like I've 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 seen it growing up. I've seen it, but I've never and and I've dealt with narcissistic men, even you know, not being in a relationship with them, but just around me. Um, I've I've dealt with that, but I've I've come to recognize what those what those character traits are. And, you know, I'm I'm a lot more there was a point in time where I didn't. And I would always try to understand or try to I would I would know I've always known who I was, but I would in some sense sometimes dumb myself down for to to protect other people's feelings. Mm-hmm. But then I got to a point where I'm like, I gotta speak up. I can't. <laughs> I, can't. I, I can't. I gotta speak up, and I just gotta, you know, whoever's gonna be mad is gonna be mad. Because I think that's what sometimes I protect people's feelings too much to the point where it is damaging for me. But Absolutely. but I, yeah. I always know. But I, I would just be quiet about it just to protect people's feelings. But now yeah. I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> right. Wow. Okay, well, look. Oh my gosh. I mean, I feel so good today. I'm like, we're already at the end of our time. But really quick, Jess, um, Kanye for president, yes or no? <laughs> no. <laughs> I love him as an artist. He's a- um Real Housewives of Atlanta or Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Atlanta. Atlanta. Chocolate or vanilla? Vanilla. Really? Oh wow! Yeah. All right. Well, my good. Okay. So look. Ah, we're already at the end. How can the listeners find you? I feel so like deposited today. Like I have this great energy that I can move forward with in my week. Absolutely. Yes. How can the listeners find you, Jess? Um, at official Jess Love on Instagram, and um, Jess Lamar on Facebook. And I'm trying to run through all the social media outlets. Just love me on TikTok. Yeah. Mostly Instagram, though. So we'll focus on that. At official just love on Instagram. <laughs> I am Bianca Banks. You can find me at I-T-S-B-I-A-N-B-I-A-B-A-N-K-S on all social platforms. And you can find me, Jazz Nation, on Instagram at J-A-S-N-A-T-I-O-N. Thanks for listening. All right. All right.
it takes to the tango uh, Why do I feel like I'm dancing by myself? Why do I feel like I'm in here by myself? Why do I feel like you want somebody else After all of this time? We've been trying to get it right, trying to get it right We've been trying to keep it tight, trying to keep it tight You got me about to lose my mind, about to lose my mind You got me Doing this, doing this stupid tango All up and all up in my emotions Sipping on, sipping all on this potion Whoa, whoa, you got me Doing this, doing this stupid tango All up and all up in my emotions Sipping on, sipping all on this potion Whoa, how you say you stuck When you're the one who messed it up I mean, gave you all my time Seat on your trust, put my money where my mouth is to show you what it was, and I did it all because you still give me that feeling after all of this time. We've been trying to get it right, trying to get it right. We've been trying to keep it tight, trying to keep it tight. You got me about to lose my mind, about to lose my mind. You got me doing this, doing this stupid tango, all up and all up in my emotions. Sipping on, sipping on, on this potion Oh, 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 oh you got me Doing this, doing this stupid tango All up and all up in my emotions Sipping on, sipping on, on this potion Oh 